Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sounds good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Robert White. How are you doing, Robert? And where are you hanging out right now? It's not in space, right? <laughs> well, uh, thank you. Thank you for the invitation. It's wonderful to be with you and your listeners. I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I returned from China uh, three years ago and I've settled again in my adopted home state in the United States of Colorado. So I'm uh, living in the western suburb of Denver, Colorado, and I'm looking out my window at the beautiful Rocky Mountains this morning. Oh, not a view that, <laughs> that's comparable easily, right? <laughs> Wonderful. Well, it's a pleasure having you on the show, Robert. Well, thank, thank you again for the invitation. It's my pleasure. Robert White is a speaker, author, and mentor focused on helping executives master challenges. He founded and led three high-impact experiential leadership development companies with over 1 million graduates. I think your mission to be an interruption and maximize leadership effectiveness for results is just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Robert. <laughs> well, I, uh, it hasn't been boring. I, that would be a way to kind of toss that away, but... I've been an, a, somewhat of an opportunist and entrepreneur in uh, following my heart, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes more than my head. And I think I'm reasonably intelligent, but I'm uh, more intuitive and more uh, a follower of uh, my passions. And mm -hmm. working with people, working with leaders has been a passion for me for many, many years. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of your experience, so who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? I think uh, there is not an ideal, but maybe close to that is to say that I, I seem to work with two different kinds of people. One are company uh, leaders that uh, are in trouble. They are losing key people. Their margins are declining. They're uh not sleeping well, but they're perhaps they're using more alcohol or drugs than they normally do. Mm -hmm. uh, they are struggling in their marriage. Seems like all of those things go together for one group of people. Uh, they're um, and they're losing money, and they and their time isn't their own again. That they're going from one urgency to another. That's one group of people that are ideal for me. I can help them straighten that out and get on the right track. The other group are people that are quite visionary actually they're doing quite well and they look into the future and they say there's a huge opportunity in front of me and for this company and for my people however either personally as the leader or my team are not adequate to the opportunity and so that's uh, i love working with those people also Oh, thank you for, for explaining that so i love the the connection also that you're making with all the struggles and challenges uh, that they face and uh, so the last time I checked we're all humans right <laughs> so what are common mistakes your clients typically make when trying to solve these challenges 
you know, I hate quoting uh, the late uh, Stephen Covey, uh, who wrote the Seven Habits book, because he sold many, many more copies than I've sold of my book. So, I, you know, I avoid complimenting him, even <laughs> though he's really, we've lost a really brilliant guy. Mm -hmm. And he says that uh, there's a, a distinction between the urgent and the important. So mm -hmm. what uh, company leaders tend to get into is chasing the urgent. Solve, put out that fire is the metaphor that's quite often used. And, uh, and while they're doing that, while they're rushing about, and while their mind is jumping from issue to issue to issue, especially people issues, they miss out on what's important. And mm -hmm. so that's the mistake that I see is they don't pay attention to the thing, to a framework that I use and that some other, I think, talented executive mentors and coaches use that would solve that problem, which is getting back and focusing mm -hmm. on their purpose, on their vision, on their values, and then their strategic intent to pay attention, as Dr. Covey said, to mm -hmm. the important not to the urgent. Not a great reminder to all of us. And uh, yes, Dr. Covey, yeah, it's uh, it's a classic and uh, you never can get uh, wrong with that. But I was so curious about your books, right? <laughs> so before I ask Robert, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Robert, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help uh, with these kinds of issues? I think it's to put aside time. And that's something that most business leaders have very, their experiences, they have very little of it. Uh, but if they would pay attention to a conversation about their purpose, vision and values, and what are we up to this 90 day period, uh, I don't think there's anything that's more important for a leader. It's free. I admittedly uh, getting some help from someone like me is will accelerate the, their movement in that area and also will help with team training. Most leaders are not, they're a little, it's like fish don't describe water very well is the famous Zen saying um, the, the, what they're swimming in the environment they're swimming in, they don't see it clearly. And that's understandable. I've made those kinds of mistakes and I know how to get out of them uh, maybe a little more efficiently than, than my clients do. However, you know, reading a book like, and here I go again, recommending somebody else's book, but Simon Sinek wrote this wonderful book about why, you know, about why are you doing what you're doing personally and as an organization? The book is, I don't know, what, 25 bucks? Uh, that's, that's, a, that's almost free. <laughs> no, I hear you totally, <laughs> totally get it. Now, I think time is such an important, well, t for all of us in all uh, areas of our life and especially in business. And so taking that into account, uh, yeah, be aware and, and taking the time. I think that could be also challenging uh, for most uh, of uh, uh, these leaders, right? I think that uh, taking time whether in prayer or meditation or a walk in the woods or a swim, but a regular practice of, uh, of being with yourself and trusting that uh, whether you uh, ascribe it to God or the stars or the moon or whatever you say it came from, 
I, I strongly believe that we are here for a unique purpose. Uh, my friend Arjun Sen is really brilliant marketing consultant. He says we are one of one. Mm -hmm. And discovering that uniqueness and living from it, I think leads to a lot of joy, a lot of satisfaction, and frankly, a lot of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I like the expression one-on-one, -on -one. so one of one. So that's amazing. That's a great, uh, great quote. Um, so I want to give you also the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with uh, these kinds of issues? Well, certainly uh, through my website, therobertwhite.com, therobertwhite.com or certainly on LinkedIn uh, or, or Facebook and, you know, things like that, all of that social media, I'm, I'm there. Uh, mm -hmm. I do offer uh, a free weekly e-zine called An Extraordinary Minute with Robert White. Uh, I use a quote from someone else, uh, a book that I've read or a, a, uh, a movie that I watched or some, something where someone said something that piqued my interest, a few comments from me and all designed to be read in one minute or less. It comes out once a week. It's easy to unsubscribe if it becomes clutter to your inbox. And it's a way to be in relationship with people. If you hit reply, I promise you, I read every reply to that. And I've been doing it for 12 years and, and mm -hmm. just met some incredible people uh, and uh, was able to help some people was able to learn from them uh it's been a gr great exercise every once in a while i get a little frustrated because that obligation every week is there <laughs> but uh it's a great way for me to reach out and for you to connect with me uh, and you can sign up for that at therobertwhite.com under resources Fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Of course, we put everything in the show notes and it sounds like an amazing resources pool and your experiences on top of that and getting feedback directly. Uh, that's invaluable, Robert. So thank you for sharing this uh, amazing insight. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Uh, I think... Uh, uh... You know, I've got a few years behind me and a few experiences. I think that if you ask me about how to survive the atmosphere in business and personally of chaos, uh, that mm -hmm. seems to be what we're experiencing. I have dear friends, of course, throughout Asia. I've lived abroad 23 years in my working life, so I'm in touch with them. Uh, and speaking with you about Europe and some other friends that I have in Europe that are I think plugged into the cultures pretty well and and they have a depth of understanding and of experience and the what comes up are various words are but that the synonym is is chaos that mm. they can't count on the same level of security they might have had in their business or in their families things are crazy you know i spoke uh Uh, publicly in China more than I normally have in my life uh, before more than 100,000 people during that six years. And mm -hmm. I started asking two questions that came out of my life because I was curious. And uh, I have found that with these audiences, you know, anywhere from 30 executives to uh, 2,800 was the biggest audience, 2,800. 
and uh, I can build trust pretty quickly. And uh, part of that's like my age and some of it's my experience. And uh, I'll ask these two questions. One is, uh, how many of you are estranged from at least one family member? And uh, I'll cut through the quick, the long story about that and simply give you the answer. My estimate, about 70% of the people in the groups raise their hands. And that's tragic. That's so sad. And, and also, I, I asked the question because I've experienced it recently. And then the second question is, how many of you have been betrayed? And one of the things that chaos seems to include is betrayal in business. People that break really big promises do really kind of evil things that I think in no more normal times, they wouldn't do that. But maybe I could be wrong. Maybe it's always been there. But uh, and also in in families, uh, you know, you you lend somebody some money and they disappear, you know, all of those kinds of things. So all of that's adding up to a people people feeling a bit insecure. And uh, uh, and I think that's when you need to to get back to timeless principles, uh, whether that be of your faith or of of you know, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. There I go again, mentioning somebody else's book. I've got to stop doing this, but <laughs> <laughs> I really do. <laughs> but getting back to timeless principles, they're there, they're available for us. They've always been there. You know, the lessons of Jesus Christ or of Lao Tzu or of Confucius uh, or of, of Napoleon Hill uh, or Robert White's book. <laughs> I got that commercial in there. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but I think getting back to timeless principles is a way to get through this chaotic period. I'm a positive person. I think there's a better world out in front of us. Mm -hmm. uh, and but if we're if we're operating from a solid foundation, if our team is operating from a sol solid foundation, it's rather amazing what we can handle. And with these, you know, I, I strongly believe in the importance of these powerful questions. And you mentioned two of them, very powerful questions that, uh, you know, helps people to, you know, bring to awareness what, what is kind of like underneath and also see community kind of like everybody in the rooms raising their hand or 70% for that matter. I think that creates a sense of community and trust. So I think it's very powerful to have these questions at hand as leaders. Would you agree? I do. And in the rush and busyness of life, we avoid these serious questions. They're kind of there in the, you know, and we have a, an occasional moment or perhaps we're enjoying a glass of wine and we really think about our life and the culture we're creating, the one we're part of, uh, the things that we have no, we feel we have no control over. You know, all of that rushes around. Uh, and, you know, the to, on, at the extreme, uh, worldwide suicides are up. You know, the numbers are up. And I mean, we're not talking about teenagers with angst. We're talking about mid-career adults. Uh, but also um, using palliatives, whether that be alcohol or legal or illegal drugs. Uh, uh, but the... All the ways we avoid shopping, you know, mm. one of my friends says that shopping is <laughs> for many people, shopping is the an addiction just as evil as as drugs and alcohol. I, I don't know if that's true, but but I, I recognize that there are a lot of different addictions that we go into 
largely because of some incompletion in our life. And, uh, uh, you know, we're, we are one of one. We have the tools uh, around us to solve these problems. And even though the environment might not be very supportive right now. Yes, indeed. And with your help, I want to, you know, pose another important question. And it's my final question for today. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? You know, I have a fractured family, so I'm getting them all together is rare. But I think uh, when I, when I, the first thing that comes up for me is uh, one of the pleasures in my life came out of uh, not a good situation. Uh, my younger sister has struggled with alcohol all of her life. I've paid for uh, rehabilitation for her five different times and uh, nothing seems to work. But along the way, I've also helped to raise her three daughters. And one of those daughters who lives, they all live in the East. Uh, and of course, I'm in Colorado in the Western part of the US. Uh, one of her daughters, Megan, and her husband came out to Colorado recently and fell in love. And as I listened to them, what they fell in love with in terms of this environment it was just absolutely tracking with what I like about living here. And they went back, uh, they live in Indiana, actually the Midwest, and they went back and talked it through as a family and they bought property in Colorado last month. And when you talk about the kind of goosebumps feeling, yes. I'm so excited to have this wonderful woman and her wonderful husband and her, and my, uh, these wonderful kids. They're not, strictly grandchildren but i kind of hold them that way and they're going to be uh, first of all building a vacation home out here and uh, so they'll be out here a lot and and also ultimately they'd like to they say they'd like to retire here so i've gained a, a kind of neighbors that it's about a two and a half hour drive from me but uh <laughs> it was so exciting for me to realize that that uh, one of my family members really saw the value of this environment in terms of creativity, in terms of outdoor experiences. And uh, they've, they've promised to learn to ski and, you know, all kinds of great things. It was so thrilling for me. What a wonderful story and what a powerful goosebumps moment uh, with your loved ones, Robert. Thank you for sharing this amazing goosebumps moment. Uh, And also, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. I love the commitment you have to contribution and uh, it's been a real pleasure to be with you. Oh, it's my pleasure too. Thank you. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your life. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.